Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 558. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. Thanks to a Christmas gift from a client, I have some new geeky goodies from Back to the Future, The Legend of Zelda, and Batman heading my way. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share a look back on Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Well, happy Monday to you and to our Canadian friends. Happy Boxing Day to you. Uh, I hope that you had a great weekend. I hope that you had a great Christmas. And I hope that you're ready for a great week ahead. Now, some of you may be off today. And so if you are, then I hope you have a great day off. I know when I had the corporate job, you know, if the holiday fell on a Sunday, then we got the Monday off. If it happened to fall on a Saturday, we took the Friday before off. So I know a lot of companies work that way. So that probably means you have kids out of school today, too. I know we do, although I don't have the day off. But anyway, I just hope you have a great day. hope you're ready for a great week ahead. And if you get that bonus day off today, I hope you make the most of it. Well, let me maybe help you. I don't know if it will or not, but let me hopefully at least give you a good start to your day by uh, sharing today's fun facts. Now, tis the season to make New Year's resolutions, right? We've done a lot of that in the past here in this podcast. Well, have you decided on your resolutions or goals for 2017? How'd you do on your 2016 goals? Well, last year, Go Banking Rates set out to find out what people were thinking about for New Year's resolutions. And after conducting a survey of over 5,000 people, over 45% said living life to its fullest was their top resolution. So, Here's how the survey results broke down. And this comes from the Huffington Post, by the way. Again, this is a survey they did a year ago. So this is where their 2016 New Year's resolutions. The number one thing, as I said, enjoy life to the fullest. 45.7% of those surveyed said that was a resolution or a goal. Number two, live a healthier lifestyle. That was submitted by 41.1%. Number three, lose weight. That was submitted by 39.6%. Number four, spend more time with family and friends. That was 33.2%. Number five, save more, spend less. That was 30.1%. And number six, pay down debt. That was shared by 27.5%. So obviously those don't add up to 100%, which means that most people in this survey, as most of us, have more than one resolution or goal for the year. And the survey also found that more than half of Americans, 57.6% to be exact, set a money goal. It also found that women are more focused on enjoying life to the fullest than men at 47.6% versus 41.4%, as well as losing weight. Women came in at 403 versus men's 36.7%. And lastly, while millennials are the age group most concerned with spending less and saving more in 2016, Gen Xers, which is my generation, are the most focused on paying down their debt. 
and enjoying life to the fullest is the top resolution of residents in 30 states. So there you go. So that was last year. I think probably this year is going to look a whole lot like that. I think most of the time our goals and resolutions uh, look pretty similarly from year to year. Although this year, my wife and I have both talked about how we would like to get in better shape, lose a little bit of weight, eat better. So we'll see. We haven't talked exactly about how we're going to make that happen. We've talked about some ideas that we have. And we need to settle on that so we can hold each other accountable, which is important, and make that happen. So maybe that'll get you thinking about what uh, your goals or resolutions might be for the new year. Well, one of those resolutions for this year might have been to be a contributor to the Friday Forum. And the good news is you've got one last chance to make good on that goal or resolution if that was indeed one of your resolutions. And even if it wasn't, you still got one more chance, and I would love to have you as a contributor for this final Friday forum. Except it's not a Friday forum, it's a Thursday forum. It's happening this Thursday. Uh, it'll be the very last episode. Of course, the, this, episode, this podcast, rather, is retiring on Friday. Friday will be the very last episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And so that Thursday, this coming Thursday, is the final Friday forum. It'll be the Thursday edition. And you have until Wednesday at about 8 o'clock Eastern time to send in your contribution. You can do that in a number of ways. 304-837-2278. That phone number will go straight to voicemail, and you can just talk and share your story. If it hangs up, which it will do after, I think, three minutes, just call back. Pick up right where you left off. I'll stitch them together. No one will ever know they were more than one call. It'll be great. Uh, or you can just go over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. And there you can type it out, or you can attach an audio file, or you can use the SpeakPipe widget. And that works on mobile too, by the way. So yeah, go, go to do that and, and be a part of this, this week's Friday Forum. Again, Wednesday at 8 Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern is the deadline for that. And I will include every single one we get. I mean, it's not, this may be a long episode, and that's fine. So that would be a great problem to have, right? I don't think it would be a problem. So, so please uh, call in or send in your contribution. That'd be great. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. Well, here we are. As I said, we've arrived at what will be the final week, the final five episodes, including this one, of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And before I say goodbye on Friday, I wanted to spend some time today and reflect back on the stories that comprise this podcast. In taking a look at the stories of stuff I learned yesterday, it's clear that the stories are nothing without the people who willingly shared them. So, I want to start out by taking a moment to thank every single person who shared a piece of their story with the Stuff I Learned Yesterday audience. And Friday forums have always been one of my favorite parts of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. So, let me start by thanking Friday Forum contributors Jason, Joshua, Mike, Andrew, Justina, Zach, Susan, Faith, Lily, Danny, Linda, Theresa, Hannah, Bonita, Jeff, Scott, Jeff in the UK, Barb, George, Daniel, Melissa, Zachary, Shane, Jess, Jill, Mark, Mandy, John, Mary, Emily, 
Anna, Colby, Ben, Angela, Doug, Coop, Marge, Jeremy, Selena, Aaron, and Wayne. The Friday Forums not only gave you the opportunity to be a part of this podcast, but they gave the podcast a voice and perspective that it wouldn't have had otherwise. I'm a white guy that just turned 40 this year. I live in the middle of America, and I've always lived in a middle-class family, so I think I'm about as average as they come. However, you all come from all parts of the world with a world's worth of experiences and perspective. The value you added to the podcast is hard for me to express and put into words. You were funny and sincere. You were vulnerable and strong. You were honest and encouraging. You showed compassion and brokenness. You shared out of success and failure. You were all courageous, and I love you all for that. And by the way, I feel like there's some folks who sent in Friday Forum contributions whose name did not appear in that list, and if that's the case, I'm sorry. I, I dug as deep as I could to find every name, and I didn't take as good of notes as I should have. And so, if I left off your name, my gratitude goes to you as equally as those whose names did get mentioned, and my apologies for not getting your name in that list. I also want to acknowledge that stuff I learned yesterday would not have lasted this long if not for the support of the hosts that came along to lend their voices. Derek Olson was our first co-host, but he wasn't the last by a long shot. We also had the honor of having Mandy Wickert, Mark Decote, Carrie Olson, Mike R., Jeff Gentry, Barb Rankin, and Emily O'Leary. We also had several guest hosts along the way. Those folks were Faith McQuinn, Ruthie Rink, Aaron Peterson, Scott Drone Silvers, Stephanie Zimmer, Brian Malash, Theresa Libby, Joshua Rivers, and Brian Kane. When it's all said and done, stuff I learned yesterday will have served as an outlet for over 60 voices. That's over 60 perspectives and unique life experiences that were used to enrich my life and yours. And so from the most appreciative and sincere part of my heart, I want to thank each and every one of you who contributed along the way. Now I want to spend a few minutes and talk about my process for creating an episode. I know the other hosts did this on last Wednesday's episode, but it's important for me to share my process so that I can tell you what I've learned. My process usually starts with a list. I use an app called Wonderlist that I keep on my phone and on my office computer. And they sync up so that no matter where I am, I can jot down an idea. I have different lists for different purposes, but one of those lists is called Silly Ideas. And there are currently five ideas on that list that will never be shared as an episode. Now, that's not to say that I have a list of ideas that would allow me to keep the show going. Three of those ideas have been on my list for six to eight months. They haven't been used for a variety of reasons, but the truth is that they won't work. I jotted them down when I had a rush of an idea, but then when I had time to sit and think about how I would turn that idea into an episode, it was clear that they weren't going to work. The other two ideas on my list are things that seemed like good ideas at one time, but then when I sat down to look at them again, I had no idea what I meant when I wrote them down. 
I keep them on my list in case my brain ever clicks, but so far that hasn't happened. I tell you that so that you can get an idea of how my brain and processes work. I jot down ideas, no matter how random or insignificant they may seem at the time. Inspiration comes from a wide variety of sources, and I need to be ready at any time. Once we moved into the season format, I started plotting out my episodes as far out in advance as possible. Each season called upon me to create 12 episodes, and I don't think I ever had all 12 figured out before the season started. Since my episodes air on Mondays, I have to have my episodes recorded by Sunday night. And long ago, it became my routine to record my silly episodes late on Sundays after the kids and Carrie have gone to bed. However, my process for developing the idea starts on Mondays. I wake up Monday morning with my head cleared of the episode that came out that day, and I begin thinking about the episode that I'll be recording in six days. At some point throughout the week, I'll find some quiet time and think about how I want to begin the story and how I want it to end. And that is what will be the moral of the story. Those quiet moments typically come when I'm lying in bed at night or when I'm in the shower. When Sunday night comes around, I start typing. I start with the opening thought that I've come up with, and then I just let it flow with whatever comes to mind. In this way, my episodes are very much like a journal entry. Most of the time they come back around and fit with the ending lesson that I had in mind. After all, even though I'm writing it out for the first time, I generally have thought through the main points that I'm going to hit along the path of the episode. However, sometimes I get to the end and discover something unexpected. In fact, last Monday's episode is such an example. I intended to share some of my favorite Christmas stories and talk about the importance of family. However, once I got to the end and reflected on what made each of those memories special, I realized that not only was it being with family, but it was being present in the moment. And I was convicted that I needed to do a much better job of getting my face out of my phone and being active with my family. And so based on that conviction, I added that bit to the end of the episode. And I'm happy to report that I was much more present this year than I typically am, especially when I was at my in-law's house. So after I finish typing up my story, I record it, I edit it, I create an image for the website, and I publish it. The entire process at the computer from typing out the first word to hitting the publish button takes me about two hours, typically. I almost never read through the story before hitting the record button. If I spot a typo as I read, then I fix the typo and edit out the pause in the audio that occurred when the typo was being fixed. Would my stories be better if I did read through them and try to massage them into something wittier or with better wording? Perhaps. But for me, this is the process that works. And that's important. Whatever works for you, works for you. It doesn't have to be the same as what somebody else uses. And I prefer to think about things a bit before I start writing. And then I prefer to keep that first draft as the final draft. Again, this keeps with the format of being an audio journal. Now, remember I said I wanted to tell you my process so that I could tell you what I've learned? Well, I've learned that there is tremendous growth that occurs through journaling. Journaling can come in a few forms. 
You can do it as a blog, similar to what we have for this podcast on our website. You can do it as a podcast, like you're listening to now. Of course, you can combine those two, which is what we do here at Silly. However, you don't have to ever publish your journals in order to find tremendous growth. Grab a notebook or a journal from a store and write down the thoughts from your day. Open up Microsoft Word or some other word processing software and simply allow your fingers to type out what's on your mind. Grab your phone or another recording device and just start talking. I know that you'll not only be shocked by what comes out of your mind, but you'll also find value and growth by doing it. It's cathartic, healing, calming, and invigorating. It brings healing and strength and clarity and closure and so much more. Don't believe me? Try it out for a month and see for yourself. At the end of the month, read through your journal entries. For a better test, extend it to 90 days or even six months. Stuff I Learned Yesterday has been one of the most self-strengthening things that I have ever done. Now, as I reflect back on some of the stories that have been shared on this podcast, there are a few that come to mind as my favorites. I want to mention those before I close this episode up. Some of the episodes felt really good to me when I finished them. I thought they were really good, and I'd probably hear some positive feedback. However, there were plenty of times where I thought that would be the case, and they were duds, but that's just the way it is. But one of the ones I thought was good, and I actually got some compliments on, was last Monday's episode. It's episode number 553 called Christmas Memories. And not only did I get compliments from some of you, I got some from my brother, too. It's always special to me when my brother calls me or texts me to tell me how much he enjoyed an episode. Episode 51, To Those Who Wear the Uniform, is another one that he and I both enjoy. There are a few more of the early ones that seem to have really resonated with many of you. Perhaps it's because you are still getting to know me in a new way, or perhaps they really do represent some of my best lessons. But these are episodes that still bring in comments to this day. I'm referring to episodes like number 23, The Halloween Candy Toilet Paper Mystery, and episode 7, When Relationships Hurt, and episode 2, The Day I Slew the Fear Dragon. Several of you told me along the way that my episodes about the workplace really helped you or impacted you. One of those was episode 237, When Laughing is No Laughing Matter. One episode got so much positive feedback that it caused me to do an episode dedicated to your feedback. That episode was number 448, When Life Isn't What You Hoped It Would Be. And it serves as an update and a sort of a companion to episode 7 that I just mentioned. And then there are the community episodes. The community we have here at Golden Spiral Media has always been my very favorite thing. Episode 21, The Journey from Crippled to Courageous, is the first example we did with a community perspective. I not only love that episode because of how it brings in the community aspect of GSM, but because it reminds me of how my deep bond with Emily was formed. She's one of the people I cherish most on this earth, and my life is so blessed to have her as a part of it. Of course, the other big community episode we did is number 341, The Arrival of White Tulips. In that episode, I share the story of how the GSM community reached out to comfort and give strength to Linda after the loss of her son. 
And I look at Linda like a mother figure in my life, and I love her dearly. She's a wonderful woman, and the love expressed toward her by the folks in the GSM community attest to that fact. One other community episode I want to highlight is one that was submitted by a member of the GSM community. The episode is number 536, Your Story Is Not Over. Hosted by Scott Drone Silvers, Scott shares his very real struggle with depression and even suicide. Scott made himself vulnerable and demonstrated great courage. Behind the scenes, Scott struggled for weeks with this episode and how to share it. It's one of the episodes I'm most proud to have in the library of Stuff I Learned Yesterday episodes. I believe it represents the best of what Silly is and tries to be. I believe it's an episode that each of us should have on speed dial, both as a reference to help others that are struggling with depression, but also to ourselves to help us better understand the very real struggle that depression is. Thank you, Scott, for sharing it with us. Finally, I want to point out the very first episode, The Contagious Smile of the Garbage Whistler. I'll talk more about this episode on Friday, but it serves as an important reminder that no matter our status in life, no matter where we are located, no matter what we're doing, someone is watching. And because someone is watching, we have the opportunity to influence them. Will we be influencers of positivity, happiness, love, joy, peace, and kindness? So thank you for taking this journey with me. I hope this podcast has served as a source of positivity, happiness, love, joy, peace, and kindness in your life. I'm looking forward to hearing from Jeff tomorrow, Emily on Wednesday, and you on Thursday. I'll be back on Friday to write the final chapter in this journal. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be grateful if you'd share this podcast with a friend.